Tennessee with Miss Hannah Hart. How are you doing today, Hannah? I am doing well, thank you. How are you? I am doing fantabulous. Uh, Good. Have a little snow down here in Albuquerque. Uh, everybody always gives me a hard time. They assume it's nice and warm, and it typically is. But we have a little <laughs> snow. And do, do you ever get snow in Memphis? We don't. No, occasionally ice, but. Mostly just nice, warm weather and a lot of rain. Well, you know what? Ice is no substitute for snow. If it's going to be cold, you might as well have snow. And, and, uh, That's anyways. what I think, too. But you, you're used to a little snow because you are from um, the Saint Lu- the greater St. Louis area, up near St. Charles, St. Peter's area, right? I am, yes. And you are studying at the University of Memphis. What are you studying and what? how did you decide to go to school how did you decide to uh, float down the river and go to school in Memphis? (laughs) Well, um, I'm a violinist. I started out as a violin performance major, and I was very blessed to get a uh, scholarship here at the University of Memphis. And then uh, a couple years, yeah, a couple years down the road, I decided to switch my major to music business. So I've taken that route now, and I'm almost done. So just two more semesters left. Two more semesters, so you'll be graduating right before Christmas. Is going to be extra fun next year, huh? Yes, it definitely will. I already have trips planned. So. Wow, you have trips planned. Let me guess. You have senioritis already, huh? I do. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. I love the way you said that. I, I do. <laughs> How does it start? When did it, it start coming on for all of our listeners out there who may be Maybe have a son or a daughter that's experiencing that. How does this, how do you realize what are the symptoms of having senioritis? Well, um, I was very grade conscious and on top of all my homework, and I would have, you know, panic attacks if I missed anything or got anything less than, you know, the ideal grade, whatever that is in my sure. mind. And then uh, this semester, I've I'm I'm doing the motions and it kind of hit me I want to say halfway through last semester so it was my you know seventh semester and wait are you saying that you you caught junioritis before senioritis (laughs) well technically I was a senior I was the year of a senior but Cause yeah, you don't because you don't want to set a precedent switch. with that. I don't know if I've never heard of junioritis. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. No, not not a good excuse. <laughs> that's uh that's a completely understandable uh thing and uh um 
you know, kudos to you. What would you like? To, what would you like to do someday? What would be your dream job or gig? My dream job would be well. I want to go to nursing school after I graduate from Memphis. Mm. So that's the game plan. And then, but I want to be a musician on the side as well. So I, I'm hoping to, you know, play just gigs at some restaurants or pubs or something like that. Something low key. And then um, I love jazz and oh, cool. jazz fiddling and stuff. So yeah, um, then be a nurse in a hospital. So okay. That's the plan. And uh, so you love jazz. Is, is, well, Memphis isn't a bad place to go and hear some of that, right? No, not at all. I mean, they're mostly known for, like, soul and blues. Um, stuff like that. Blues, yeah, a lot of blues. But, okay. yeah, but they do have a little jazz. Oh, cool. Well, both of my sons are uh, are uh, violinists, and uh, I know how that goes, the whole thing between, you know, wanting to do I want to do this professionally and as a career or do I just want to take what I've learned right. and, it and apply it in uh, other things on the side. And so, uh, anyways, right. well, God's blessings to you. Um, hope you hopefully uh, you. you can find some other nursing students there that can help uh, treat you for your senioritis. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yep, and, uh, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember at my end of my seminary, I, I was always really grade conscious. And then I realized, you know, my grades are good enough. <sighs> Whatever I do here isn't really going to matter my last year. But what does matter is right. how I learn. Um, do I enjoy learning? And uh, I kind of yeah. came back after my vicarage year in seminary and I said, you know what? I'm just not going to get stressed. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to learn yeah. and enjoy it. And I'm not going to lose sleep or pull all-nighters <laughs> to study. And I ended up actually right. doing slightly better in the grades. Yeah, I uh, believe it. Without mm -hmm. even trying to. And so you never know. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when yep. you get out there, uh, I've, I've had plenty of surgeries. I've never asked a nurse what her GPA was. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, before you poke me with that, can you please tell me, you know, what your grade was in economics 201? Right. You know, you don't, you just don't do that. Right. Well. Uh, right. No, not really. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. And uh, the bottom line here, everyone, is I wanted to have a student on after our Liberty Conference. And Hannah was brave enough Um even though she was clearly looking back to heading back to school in early January, to come all the way out to D.C., <laughs> come to our Liberty Conference um, uh, in terms of our biennial campus ministry conference. D tell everybody, what were your reflections on on being at that conference? Was that your first one, or you had gone to one of our other LCMSU conferences? Mm, yeah, no, that was my third one. Well, you've been to so all of them. So I had been to... Wow. Yes. I went to Unwrap and Taboo because I was in St. Louis for break, and so the other conferences were there, and so it was easy for me, you know, just to commute. But um, I went to D.C. Uh, it was it was wonderful. I, I didn't really have many expectations going. I kind of jumped in the car at the last minute. Um, a friend asked me to go a week before, and I got in the car, and we went to D.C., and it ended up, being, it was life changing for me. Uh, we had, you know, the the topic of the relationship between church and state mm. hadn't really been a topic that I had really reflected on much. Um, I knew that was a problem, I knew, or uh, a large issue in in our world, but um, I hadn't really reflected on it much. And it just opened new doors, I guess, um, new new thinking doors for me. And 
yeah, I loved it. It was Wonderful. great. Well, I'm certainly glad. Who was it that we need to give kudos to whoever said, hey, Hannah, you should go with us. Get in the car. Who was that? Uh, Matthew Kelp. Matthew Kelp. Uh-oh, now yes. he's going to get a big head. He's getting another shout-out uh, from me. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if he listens. Um, but uh, well, good for him, and I'm glad you went. And I'm glad. What did you go see, and while you were in DC, that you hadn't seen before, that was kind of cool. What did you kind of do for for recreation? Uh, well, let's see. We took a, a tour in the Capitol, oh, wow. so that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, we went to Georgetown, where there's lots of restaurants and closed doors and kind of like st charles um, a little bit like when you get kind of in you know what i'm talking about with all the little brick yeah yeah the little, little right yeah downtown st charles yeah exactly yes very similar idea um so that was fun we went to the kennedy center i'm a musician so we had to visit the big performance hall and go. so that was fun um so yeah we went to the uh smithsonian and which was great. Saw the Hope Diamond. So, Well, that is awesome. Well, I am glad that you went. I am glad you dropped me a note, which led to me asking you to be on the program on a topic kind of related to church and state, but, but kind of a little bit more yeah. personal than that, the issue of, of life. And, uh, well, maybe you didn't go to the, uh, the March for Life in D.C. Um, you mm-hmm. sent me a note and you're like, hey, Pastor Zell, I've been reflecting on this a little bit because maybe because you didn't want to be studying. <laughs> and no, that's that's yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you sent me this thing, and it was it was uh, it was really well done. And you were wondering if I had a blog or someplace where I could throw up. I said, hey, why don't you come on the radio? But it all kind of precipitated with. Uh, kind of a discussion you had with, with a friend. Why don't you uh, set this up for us? Yeah. What kind of led to the topic of, of interest that we're going to talk about today with your friend? Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was in my in my house, and my house was getting ready for the morning, and we just got on to the topic. I was kind of following um, the, uh, um, the amendments that have been passed about the pro-life issue recently, and I brought up something about it, and she said, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I, uh, if I particularly want it to be passed because um, there's, you know, it, it's a tough topic. And um, despite being a Christian, she's had um, some points in her life where she, um, th- this topic is particularly hard for her. Uh, and so it was just a discussion about, um, abortion and the pro-life and pro-abortion movement, and um, so uh, just a just a uh, casual conversation in my kitchen. Um, but uh, what we were talking about was I had watched a um, a video a while back about um, from a pro-life guy, and he said, you know, what we really need to prove is that it this is this is life. Um, what we're talking about. And then, you know, every single angle, we just need to come as bringing these people back to the fact that it's life. And therefore, you know, it will be it will be valued and the case will be closed. Life is life and we can't murder. Murder is is not right. Um, But then she said, no, that that is not the case. I heard an abortion advocate talking about how um, uh, they know that it's a human and but it but it's the 
it's the woman's rights that matter, whether or not she wants to keep the baby. Um, and I was kind of taken back from that. I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> um, you so kind of thought that, that, well, if, if we can just convince people that it's, that, well, this is a human being, there's life here that should make you think differently about it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, huh. so I was kind of taken aback. Um, and so I just kind of started thinking about it a little bit. And um, just maybe starting to kind of compare it to a um, other um, topics and issues in our country today. And one of it is the civil rights movement. Um, people uh, were, there was a set group of people who were being oppressed. And in the end, we recognized that it was bad and we gave that group a voice. And now that voice, you know, is, it goes all over the world and people have listened and there's a huge movement to improve and get rid of uh, racist issues. And, um, and so I thought, hmm, what does that have to do with valuing uh, little babies who can't talk, you know, who can't sure. say, hey, <laughs> I belong in this world too. I, I, I deserve just as much of a chance as you do um but they can't you know obviously so what do <laughs> they're you in the think room the, and they can't uh, speak. going going back real quick to this this friend of yours and kudos for, mm-hmm. to you for bringing it up i mean was that kind of the first conversation you'd had with her about this topic it was hmm. yeah yeah i don't think we had talked about it before you know it's one of those things um seems anymore you almost have to be afraid that well if i bring this up are we am i going to lose a friendship you know these days just with the election <laughs> i don't know if you right. run into this i saw some statistics the other day that three out of every five people that have a facebook account have lost a friend um, mm. over over the election that's now three months old um mm-hmm. and so it's just one of those topics that uh, it's hard to 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 really you know once you stick your neck out mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen and how they're going to respond but um, right so if murder is okay what what do you think the issue is that's keeping i mean what's the argument that would say well there's a what is it about you know so you have civil rights or or you they mm-hmm. view it as a, a woman's right versus um Versus, well, this is a baby, and it's probably not good to kill a baby. But what, what is the what is the the root thing that makes you think makes people think that it's still okay to put women women's rights in that vein ahead of the rights of the baby? Well, um, sometimes a, a a girl can get into like a tough situation. Oh, sure, um, uh, and such as being um, raped. And having not having a choice but to conceive a child, and you can come up with the argument that you know that 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 girl didn't want to have that baby. <laughs> she never planned to have that baby. She didn't want that to happen to her. She didn't right. mean it to happen to her, and she has no choice. And so, you know, and so the the abortion person would tell a, a, the girl that you know we can erase all these terrible memories and ease your burden by aborting the child. But I kind of wonder if actually we're maybe looking at it from the wrong perspective. And it's actually that um, that life is beautiful 
and uh, a baby is beautiful and it can kind of in some respects erase that pain and and bring joy through that that horrible event because you know um life is a miracle and a gift and i think it's something to fight for uh i was actually talking to another girl today (laughs) um and she said you know she admitted right out i had a child out of wedlock Mm -hmm. and but she said she wouldn't change it for anything and i was like why why is that you know what's your thinking and she said you know i recognize that you know it was it was a mistake to have it out of wedlock but her child is just so precious and so beautiful that she wouldn't change anything for it. She wouldn't give it away. She wouldn't, you know, want to kill it by any means. And I just thought that was an amazing, um, amazing story that oh, she I, had. I meet, I meet uh, young, young ladies like this all the time. Um, gal down here at the University of Mexico that runs a Students for Life program has gone all through college with a, with a child. Uh, showing up for the mm-hmm. meetings uh, with the baby in the stroller and the whole thing. And she's, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, I mean, what an incredible witness. I mean, the bottom line is that, that, and what people fail to realize is that no matter how this child is conceived, now I understand it's a, it's a much more difficult thing when somebody's been raped um, or abused, mm-hmm. obviously. Yes. You know, it goes without saying we have to have incredible sympathy for for people in all these circumstances mm-hmm. and what they have to deal with. Right. But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine, <laughs> but it, it's still, and, and you know, you see every once in a while, you see stories of, of women who have been raped, who have gone ahead mm-hmm. and had a child. And it, it's, you know, I sit here and I think I want a whole nation of new journalists to come up and report on these things. I mean, just think mm-hmm. of, just yeah. think of instead of, instead of always hearing about, about abortion rights, abortion rights, women rights, women rights. You know, you're anti-women. Mm-hmm. You're a misogynist. If you if you don't think, what what if we heard these beautiful stories of of these women who who not only had to deal with the this, the various stigma of and the hurt and the pain and went ahead and had a child, mm-hmm. even under those circumstances and all the awesome things that they're doing in their life and how this child has been such a blessing to them. What I wouldn't give mm-hmm. to see nightly newscasts um, and The View and other shows really highlighting these things. I mean, it would be a total change mm-hmm. of our thinking, I think. And, and I think that, you know, what you started out saying is that you're so blown away by the fact that, yeah, you know, for most people, yeah, they recognize that it's a, they recognize it's a human, human being that life has started. And most of science... Does it not? It, it pretty science is pretty. It's kind of hard hard to argue the science of it. Right. In fact, nobody argues the science of it. They just argue either the emotional side of it, a matter of their rights, and mm-hmm. the big word. This is maybe I was trying to get it before this whole convenience word, and or mm-hmm. they argue that well, it's not viable. Um, right. And uh, would be if you right. take care it's, of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. So, it's uh, just funny that life. Oh, I was. Uh, it's just funny to me that life has become uh, almost a burden to to people. You know, I, I just I think that's kind of a curious perspective on or an idea. Um, when did life become such a burden? Taking care of someone becomes such a burden. I don't know. 
Well, you know, I can... It's tough, but... I think it's somewhat of, um, for all my years in campus ministry, um, the last 20 years or so, I've always told the young ladies that were in my campus ministry that, you know, no one's going to teach you on campus what the, the beauty of what it means to be a mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the idea of, you know, nobody, I'm sure, at the University of Memphis, you can't take a class on the, the challenge and joys of, of motherhood, the beauty of motherhood, mm-hmm. the beauty, uh, and God mm-hmm. forbid, the idea of what happens if you get married and actually want to stay home with your child or children and raise them in the home. I mean, nobody right. is going nobody is going to sing those praises. So everything, and I, I really right. think the, the, the women's right, rights movement, uh, going back to the 60s and the, the bra-burning mm-hmm. era and all that kind of stuff, um, mm-hmm. that it's kind of like the pendulum has gone so far, and now we're trying to fight back for, let's see, the humanity in this that's been lost. Because at some point, right. it's about me. Is it not? Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, it's about oh, me right. and my convenience and how this is going to affect my life. Um, exactly. And of course, no one ever stops to think about the, you know, people joke about, you know, learning about abstinence and, and saving yourself until you're married and all these types of things. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that the challenges in that department are extraordinarily hard and the temptations are everywhere. But man, what mm-hmm. a, you know, people don't even ponder that they, they, they had a choice, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, how hard right. is it for young people to understand that, you know, if you're going to have sex, <laughs> um, don't be surprised <laughs> um, if God chooses to bless that, that union, even if it wasn't one that right. should happen at that time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I tell you what, I, I, you know, I, I marvel at young ladies like you and others that you know, and even young men that, that, uh, that want to do the right thing. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I didn't have my, I didn't have my head together like many of you do on these issues uh, when I was in college, and it wasn't something that we talked much about. But uh, you're confronted with this every day. It sounds like you have a conversation a day about yes. this. Uh, yeah, I, I have it fairly frequently. Um, I'm also pretty outspoken, so <laughs> that's, uh, you know, that helps, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't I can't really take any credit because, obviously, you know, crisis led me to, this, to these conclusions. It's not, you know, by my own will. And in some respects, like, I want to say to the world, like, yeah, just have your way, you know, just fine take the take the easier out yeah you're right but at the same time like christ has called us to serve and that is the most beautiful thing that we can do on this earth is to to fight for others to serve others to love others and of course you know to add to that we need to fight for these women who have found themselves in in this entanglement of a of, of a trap of a situation and that they don't know their way out. Um, right. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a generation of young people saying, hey, you know what? You're going to get kicked out of your house if you don't have an abortion. Your boyfriend's going to leave. You know what? You can come live with me. Mm-hmm. You can come live in our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. have, what about you? Uh, I'll challenge the, 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 parent, the grandparents out there that have these big homes with extra rooms. I mean, 
what wouldn't it be right. wonderful to uh, to I mean we need to fight for those that struggle not just to keep the life but even those that struggle mm-hmm. if they have chosen to you know in the midst of their own struggle to take that life um, but right. we also need to speak up as uh, God reminds us in Proverbs for those who can't speak for themselves and I can't commend you enough Hannah for your willingness to do that and if you ever get a chance, mm-hmm. go to a life conference. It's it's an incredible yes, experience. Yes, I will. You know, Top you, look out, you look out there and you see this last one in D.C., I'd say, I mean, it's just my, my guesstimate, <clears throat> but easily 75% of everybody's under the age of 30. Very, very easily. Yes, that's awesome. And that just gives me, and part of it is because because your generation has seen uh, what the generation that's gone before has wrecked havoc on our world with this and our society. Mm -hmm. But you also Mm -hmm. have a healthy respect of science that can see that, look, this is a child. And and I don't care what anybody says about young people today. You guys get it. And uh, I I look forward to the day Mm -hmm. that that we'll continue to be having less and less abortions. And it's going to be young ladies um, and young men like... uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, like those that you know that will uh, lead the way. So, anyways, thanks for yes. joining us today and reflecting on this a little bit. And uh, get well, your thank senior you so much for having treated. me. Uh, get. all we have time for here today in the student union everyone hey college students check out lcmsu.org and remember college is tough you need jesus will help